all right it's time for spark and what a wonderful evening it is here in lagos nigeria wherever you're joining me from come on in come on in come on in it's good to see you philip page uh it's good to see you everyone coming in coming 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 annie coming uh busayo coming yeah it's good to see you everyone it's time for spark was igniting 2023 breakthroughs with revelation knowledge and it's such a joy to be back here this evening uh, tomorrow maybe our final night with my friend uh, but tonight i'm hosting a very good friend of mine an astute scholar a man of revelation knowledge God has used him in the United States for close to 20 years now, uh, pastoring uh, a powerful church, City Light Church, and Glow Church, which is his new church plant. Uh, Dr. Gregory Lanre Ijiwola, we call him Pastor Lan. He will be joining me uh, in a couple of minutes. But before then, how was your day? I hope you had a great day. And I hope that 2023 has started on a great note for you. Uh, the last few days we've had powerful powerful discussions sunday night with uh, pastor jerry Eze, monday night with uh, yemi david you know last night uh with bolaji Dowu, another very powerful powerful uh friend of mine i wanted to just go ahead and let me know what you've learned especially from last night if you were with us last night uh please let me know let me know as pastor lan will be joining us let's know what you learned last night as we start out tonight on a powerful note all right all right good to see everyone hey Barcelona. good to see you hey pg man <laughs> good to see you good. Good. yeah from uh, good Chicago. evening from lagos <laughs> yeah <laughs> how's the weather in chicago it's actually better you know it was so bad okay. when we were in nigeria earlier but when we came back everything just it's been like mm -hmm. in the 40s and all that so it's yeah so it's a bit cold but it's, it wasn't like last week that you know people were complaining mm -hmm. all mm -hmm. over yeah so that's good that. that's good that's good yeah. all right so people are sending in uh feedback from yesterday there's no failure just feedback one of the things that uh pastor Bolaji said let the past be in the past all right uh if you don't close the door to the past you won't get hold of the future powerful stuff from last night uh with uh uh, my friend, Pastor Bolaji, they would disconnect from the past. We did a lot with forgiving yourself, you know, and all those kind of things. Powerful stuff, you know, uh, uh, at Spark last night. It, it promises to be a great discussion tonight. So, uh, you know, share this with somebody, invite somebody, tag somebody, let somebody know that we started with Spark again. And it's going to be an hour long of great discussion, you know, just sparking up. 2023's breakthroughs with revelation knowledge. Uh, whatever God wants to do in your life this year, you need to prepare. You need to prepare. As before I start to engage Pastor Lana, I just want to say this to somebody. Uh, you know, going up in life, uphill, is always intentional. Nobody stumbles mm -hmm. on Mountain Kilimanjaro. 
Yeah, if so somebody just says, somebody pushed me and I just found myself on top of the mountain. That's <laughs> never happened before. They can only push you down, they can't push you up. <laughs> yeah, going up is intentionally hiking, <laughs> intentionally climbing. That's how life is. You have to be intentional. So 2023, Spark is about helping you to be intentional about certain things about your life and, you know, just pushing up. Uh, and, and going further and sparking up, you know, new revelation knowledge and igniting your heart, connecting it with the heart of God. And that's that's what uh, we're doing this uh, few days of the year, the first few days of the year with, with Spark. So uh, you, you climb up intentionally, uh, but people only fall down mistakenly. Nobody gets up mistakenly. You have to be intentional for you to go mm. up. You only come down mistakenly yeah. so i need you to you know pick up your mm -hmm. notes your notepad you need to write something down because these things have to stay with you after now it's part of your intentionality mm -hmm. that you keep your mind and heart at what works and you intentionally following up with what works right so, dr yeah. pastor Lan. Mm -hmm. <laughs> by the way uh, pastor Lan's phd is not honorary <laughs> He labored for it. I, I was part of the labor. I was supporting it. I was encouraging it. <laughs> so, yeah. I was fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe we should even start out. Tell, tell us, I know there's a lot to discuss tonight, but let's start out from there. You actually started yeah. to get a PhD. Yes, yes. Tell us about it. How odious was that yes. as a task? Because many people here are aspiring for greater things in 2023. And some people have to register for something like a PhD or master's degree, a professional qualification, yes. you know, something that will put them on the highway of destiny. You know, in, in America, you call yes. the big highways, major freeways and all that interstate highway of destiny yes. that can carry you from one point to the other. And this kind of thing is what one of those things that puts one on the highway of destiny. I want to, I wanted to talk about it. How did you how did you come about yes. getting your PhD and how did you surmount the audios? Yeah. First of all, I want to thank you for having me on and, and for doing this. I, I have been following. I followed the first two. Yesterday, I could not because I had some things going on. But I followed the first two. I was taking my notes and, you know, just because I believe that, you know, to hear the fullness mm. of what God is saying, you know, you have to, you have to hear it. Like, mm. there's, there's something God is releasing on the earth, right? So you hear it from where, everywhere that is speaking and it all comes together. And everything I've heard from you, heard from Pastor Yemi, uh, Pastor Jerry Eze, all those things, you know, they've been coming together to help me even from what I've heard from God. So I want to thank you for doing that. This is, it is it's been amazing. Yeah. And I want to say hello to everybody watching. Hello from Chicago. Uh, great, great to be here and Happy New Year to you all. Yeah, talking about the PhD. Yeah, so, well, I got my PhD in 2016. I completed in 2016. And I think I started 2011. So that was five years of my life. As at the time, as at the time that I was in the throes of it, I told my wife, I said, this is the hardest thing that I've ever done in my life so far, right? And of course, you know, we planted churches, we've done all that. Now, the reason why it was hard then was because I had so many other things also mm. going on. We're doing a, you know, a renovation in the city. 
I was traveling to teach, you know, that was when I was going a lot to Rwanda and all those. And I was doing my PhD also at the same time. It was really tough, especially the dissertation aspect and the research. But I knew it, you know, God had spoken to me. It wasn't just something that I went into because I just felt like doing it. God had spoken to me earlier in my life, in my 20s. And then when I got into, just kicked into the 30s, that I needed to go get my PhD. Now, I didn't understand why. Now I understand better because of the opportunities that has opened up and the places that I'm able to, you know, to speak at and the kind of interactions that I'm able to have even outside the religious world and all that. Now I understand it better. But then it was just something I was doing by faith. Now it was tough. It was tough. I mean, I, I had to, I had to, like, every single Sunday, you wouldn't believe it, every single Sunday in those five years, after I finished preaching, you know, you know the way you, after church, like, everybody's happy, they're all, you know, like, just rejoicing at the message and everything. I, I'm rejoicing, but I'm sitting down, like, I have papers that are due by 12 midnight today. <laughs> <laughs> so when I get home, I have to write these long papers with research and all that. But I, I just kept on doing it. And I thank God right now, writing anything is no longer an issue for me, mm. no matter how long it is. You know, the habit that I did over those five years now helps me in, you know, writing a lot of stuff, writing books, right, you know, just putting things together. So it was, it, it was, a, it was a developmental thing, you know, for me. And, I want to say that to anybody that is being led by God to go ahead and do something that they know that they need mm. to do, but it's going to be tough. To just go there, God's grace is available, but what you become while you are doing it, right, is even more important mm. than what you are doing because it's yes. going to make you somebody. And then that becomes a platform. Nobody can take that away from you, like Jesus told mm. uh, Mary, that Mary has chosen the best thing, right? And nobody mm. can take it away from her. So who you become, nobody can ever take, nobody can ever fire you from you, yeah. right? They can't fire you from you. So any kind of self-improvement that you put into yourself, they could take your job, they could take anything, but they can who never take that from you. Anywhere mm. you go to, you carry So who, who you are is a, is a permanent your, your thing. Who you have become is a permanent thing. A perm so when you go through... Uh, hard situations, you're studying for a PhD, studying for a master's degree, getting a professional qualification, gaining knowledge in any way. There's a way it transforms who you are. So who you are becomes yes. permanent to you. Yeah. Yeah. Even if, even if somebody Nobody says, I want to strip you of your PhD, it doesn't matter. What the PhD has done to yeah. me is permanent to me. Yeah. I've become, exactly. you have become somebody now who can write a book within one week. You know, just because you've written all exactly. kinds of dissertations, exactly. you know, like that. Mm. That's 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 yeah. very interesting. Yeah. I yeah. I also had an experience that is similar uh, in 2008 when I was studying for my MBA. You know, I was still pastoring at Daystar Christian Center then, <laughs> and I was studying at Manchester Business School. That meant that I had to fly down to Manchester periodically in course of the year. I run a, I run an executive program, and I remember just like you said. When I will finish preaching two or three services, and then I'll go and hide myself in one of the offices because I'll be flying to Manchester that Sunday night to resume class on Monday morning, and I have assignment that has not finished. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so yes. I'll I'll 
I'll go yeah. and hide myself mm -hmm. for like four hours, leave the church around 5 p.m., go home, have my bath, have dinner, carry my bag, and head out to the airport. By 9 a.m. the following morning, I'm already yeah. in class in Manchester. Yeah. <laughs> By 9 a.m. Yeah. Isn't that what is now? We are done with all that, yeah. but isn't that what is going on in our lives now? God now commits mm. things into hands, right, that require to do all those things. But mm. the muscles mm. have been developed. That's why you, I'm sure before you came on this live stream, no, you I just finished certain things. No, I just finished like preaching at midweek service. <laughs> exactly. And rush and drove back home. <laughs> <laughs> to come and jump on this, you know, so they just used to doing things and just, yeah, yeah, I just make pretty music. So I go on elevation to the YouTube page yeah. now, you see me in this same shirt. I just make pretty, yes. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. So, so that I see, yeah, because I yeah. saw you come live earlier. So I was like, oh, so God, is like, oh no. I don't miss the time, you know, <laughs> we're live on Instagram because I was doing something there. I was like, you know, wow, yeah. okay, yeah, it's 2, 2 p.m. So that's, that's the way lives are. But, you know, you have to, God has to build you and prepare you mm. to increase your capacity for whatever has in store for you for the future. You are not always mm. prepared for what God has in store. We are always prepared for what God, God has in store for us. He has to prepare us. And that preparation includes the building of our capacity because God is not going to waste his resources. You know, we have to be able to handle the things that it commits into our hands. And so God will take you into certain things. So just like Jesus was saying that, it was those who are faithful in Luke 16, 10, in the unrighteous mm. mammon, right? They are the ones that were committed, that will mm. be given the true riches. So God tests us with natural responsibilities, yeah. right? God will put us into some, some things that are natural. But really what he wants to take out of it is not really that natural mm. thing. What he wants to take out of it is who we become, mm. the muscles that we developed. Mm. So that's why when he was looking for when he was looking for disciples, when Jesus was on the earth and he was looking for disciples, you know, he didn't go to where people were sleeping and pick up people. He didn't even go to where people were praying, yeah. right? Where he went were to where people were next. Yeah, next where yeah. someone was collecting. Mm. When he wanted to write two thirds of the New Testament, right? You will have thought that he would have just gone and go look for some, uh, you know, somebody who is, uh, who is very spiritual and all that. So he went to look for a guy who mm -hmm. was on the move, right? Mm. Uh, so, right, he was on the move. He was doing something. And that's mm. the person he took, right? And then now grace to be able to do that. So that's one of the things that the natural things that God leads us into, you know, produce in, in our lives. Okay, and I think that's going to be happening to some people this year. Yeah, it's gonna be happening to some people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's great. Thank, thank you for for yeah. for sharing that. So somebody get ready for a stretch. Get ready. You know, one thing about God stretching yes. you is that when He has stretched you, you don't return back to your normal size. You know, it's like rubber band. Some mm -hmm. of these things that God takes us through <laughs> yeah. is a stretch for us. The only thing is that you won't return back to your normal size again. Your heart will have been enlarged. Mm -hmm. Your mind is enlarged. Your capacity is enlarged. Mm -hmm. And you get ready for bigger things. Yeah. yeah, bigger things in God. And as you can see in Pastor Lan's life, uh, Dr. Lan, God uses him around the world today, different things. Maybe we'll get into talking about a bit of that. Now, let, let's get into uh, 2023. You know, Spark is about, yes. you know, the revelation knowledge that we need to ignite the 2023 breakthroughs. 
Yeah. So, uh, City Light Church, Glow Church, the churches that you have planted in the Chicago area, on the north side, on the south side, you know, you have churches on both ends now and all that, and uh, people that God has put mm -hmm. under your care, and you, you have a word for them. And what God speaks to one, it yeah. speaks to all. Uh, when different seasons of life, but there are words that are, you know, just, yeah. you know, just like there's a commonality uh, uh, that God is speaking. Yeah. God is speaking. And what we're doing as Spark is just to compare words, put things together. And I think everything has been adding up and, you know, and all that. And we want to enjoy that, that, that from you today as well. So what, what, what is God saying at City Light and Glow Church? Uh, what is God saying? Yeah. 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 I, I, I like to you know preface this by saying that you know when we read the book of Revelations, right, we hear to the angel of the church at you know Philadelphia, to the angel of the church at that, he spoke mm. different things, right? Was God speaking? But now when we read all those things right now, mm. he speaks to all of us. So when you hear you know unusual mm. elevation, right? Because I've been following you know like the different unusual elevation. I, I actually watch your. Uh, your crossover service. I watched your message, did everything. Then when you finished, it was that you did your own first before the episode. So you watched so, yeah, me too. <laughs> when, I, when I finished yours, then I moved to, you know, Pastor Yemi's and it was yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? And then I've been following all the people coming up, burning and yeah. shining lights, you know, and all that. In a sense, so like everything God is speaking, right? But everything just, you know, is coming together like in the revelation. So at, at, you know, the City Light International Assembly, as we call, you know, the churches and everything, um, you know, the word God gave us is from John chapter 10, verse 10. So, you know, you know the thief comes not, but for to kill, to steal, and to destroy. Now, from the NLT, you know, I love the way the NLT says this. It says that the purpose of the thief is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But my purpose is to give them a rich and a satisfying life. So usually I begin to pray about those things and then God will just illuminate a particular passage of scripture. Because you know, anything that we declare has to be rooted in God's word because the only sound that God is making, the sound that God is making that is authentic, you understand, is sound that is in alignment with his written word, right? So as I was reading that, the rich and satisfying just, you know, just mm. stood out to me, rich and satisfying. And God just began to speak a word of prophecy over me. But the first, the first thing that the Lord spoke to me about was about the, mm. the thief. So God was speaking about two purposes that are operating simultaneously mm. on the mm. earth, right? So the, the, there was the, the thief purpose, which is stealing, killing, and destruction. So God said, well... I know you have been praying and you're expecting that, you know, for example, we're in Chicago, right? And since the pandemic, now before the pandemic, right, we've been experiencing a lot of violence, as you know, you probably heard in the news and all that. You know, Chicago is a blessed place. It's a wonderful place, a beautiful city, and it's an international, international city with people from everywhere, right? But you know, there's been a, a problem that, has, that we have had that has even been intensified since mm -hmm. the pandemic, right? Which is violence and you know, all kinds of things going on in there. And we're praying about it as a city and all that. So I'm like, okay, you know, praying, God, maybe this is the year that, you know, these things are going to subside and all that. And God said, well, 
I'm going to tell you that the rampage of the thief is mm. going to continue, right? It's going to continue. The stealing, killing, and the destruction is going to continue. But underneath it, there's another purpose. And even beyond it, not even, you know, there's another purpose. But first of all, I wanted to talk about that aspect because it applies mm. to the broader world. So a lot of people right now, they are, you know, they, if you put your hope, right, in the world system, either the political system, either the economic system, you know, any one of these things, you're going to be disappointed, right? You're going to be disappointed because there's something, there's a time of consternation in the world right now. It's part of Jesus's end time declaration. And I heard you when you were speaking about it too on the watch, you know, the watch night service about, you know, darkness will cover the earth and gross darkness, the people, but then God will rise upon you. So there's darkness going on in the world. There's a, there's a hailstorm that is going on and there's more of it coming. On the New Year's Day alone, that weekend alone in Chicago, we had about wow. 60 people shot wow. and eight people died. Yeah, just that weekend, including wow. a child. And then we had in a game that was going on, somebody collapses, you know, they're still talking about that, all that. A major, you know, game, you know, at, you know, game and the athletes just collapsed and all that. And then all that, some of that attack taking place, Times Square and all that going on. So that's ushering the new year, right? When that is going on. So it's going to happen. So people should not put their trust in the world system. Jesus said it this way in Matthew chapter 6. He said, don't put your treasure on this side because thieves can break in yeah. and steal and moth can destroy it. What he's saying there is not that you, it's not that you shouldn't save. It's not that you shouldn't invest. What he's saying there is that don't put your trust in it. Don't let your heart you know, being there. Don't let that be your dependence and mm. your hope because there is something going on in the world right now, right? And that is going to play itself mm. out. But it now says, my own purpose is that you might have a rich and a satisfying life. And that's the great thing, you know, about it, that in the midst of all that mm. going on, some people are going to be experiencing that rich and satisfying life. They'll be experiencing mm. unusual elevation. You'll be experiencing sorry. You'll be experiencing mm -hmm. God moving in different aspects of their lives. Because, I mean, there's no better opportunity to shine than when it is dark, when there's gross darkness. That's when light shines brighter. So what I see this year is that in the midst of all the tumults, and if some of them, we have not even, we have not even, we don't even know yet. We have seen something, but we don't even know, we don't know yet something yeah. that's going to eat the world. But as those things, it's the world. People of God are going to be rising up, right? That purpose of Christ is going to be rising up within people, and they're going to be navigating those things. And it's going to be one of the greatest seasons of opportunity. In fact, one of the words God spoke to me is that this year you are going to experience some of your greatest victories Amen. that you have ever experienced Amen. in your life. Amen. That's, that's, that's really powerful, and it resonates with me big time because it also resonates with what God is telling us as a church, which is uh, to just trust him for strength and the glory. You know, So this January, for instance, I'm doing a teaching series on how to gather, the, the, how to populate your cloud. You understand? Because you know Ecclesiastes yes. 11 and verse 3, yes. when the clouds are full, they empty themselves upon the earth. And yeah. there's no better way to position uh, for the glory than to populate the cloud of glory over your life. And that's what leads to that rich and fulfilling life. 
you know, that you're talking about. So, yes. uh, but, but, you know, one thing I found out, uh, Dr. Lan, is that yeah, some people just have a penchant for seeing what is not working. <laughs> you understand? Mm. In the midst of all this, God is always working. God is always speaking. Yes. God has a plan. Yes. But, you know, yes. just focusing yes. on all the negatives, focusing on, on what is not working is what holds many people down. Yes. And I wanted to speak to that, you know, because from what you said, the word yes. that God gave you, it's, it, it's obvious that the thief will continue to steal, to kill, and to destroy. How do I focus on the rich and fulfilling life that God has to offer rather than seeing the thief that is killing, stealing, and destroying? Where do I get it? I mean, that, how, do, how do one gain that level of focus? Yeah. Mm. I don't want to do that. You know, if we continue the thought of Jesus in Matthew chapter 6, you know, you know, after he talked about you don't put your treasures on the earth because thieves can come in breaking. He's talking about this thief yeah. that comes to steal and destroy. He started talking about focus, right? Therefore, don't worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, how you will be clothed and all that. And then he concluded in verse 33 by saying, seek first the kingdom of God and his yeah. righteousness. All to you now, people have made that statement so spiritual, you know. Like, but when Jesus was speaking, it there was a particular thing he was he was talking about. He was talking about the realities that mm -hmm. we focus on, right? That's mm -hmm. what he was talking about there. Like, what reality? So there is the there are all these realities going on all around, right? And then there's the reality mm -hmm. of what God is doing, what God has promised, what God has said, what God you know has spoken in His Word, mm -hmm. what the Spirit of God is doing. Jesus is saying that rather than you focusing on the problem coming tomorrow or what is happening all around you, keep your focus on what God is doing. I love the way the message translation says, they said you should steep yourself mm. in the God reality, right? In the God reality. So in the midst of all the, those things that are going to be happening, that should never mm. be our focus because the light of the body, right, mm. is the high. That's what that, that's you know Jesus was saying. He's talking mm. about focus there. If your if your whole if your you say, you say the, if your eye is evil, your whole body will be full of darkness. If your focus is evil, your whole life will be full of darkness. But if your focus is right, then your whole body mm. will be full of light. So he's saying that that shouldn't be your focus. You shouldn't now start taking the newspaper and then getting on the news and CNN and you are recounting. Happening right now. That is happening right now. No, this is the time for you to get excited, mm. to get into this world on usual elevation, mm. rich and satisfying. It's time for me to swear. It's time for me to be a burning and a shining light. It's, you know, you focus on all that, you keep your attention. And the law of focus, right? They are giving the law of focus in Proverbs chapter 4, right? Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 and so on. My son, attend to my words, incline your ears to my saying, let them know depart from your eyes mm. keep them in the midst of your heart so it gives us how focus works the first one is an inclination that's the first if you are going to focus on anything is you have to incline right my so, so you have to attend you have to attend to mm. to it what, what does it mean to attend to something god use the word oh i attend school or i attend church yeah right we attend to you have to you know to attend church or to attend school you have to take a deliberate okay. step. So you are going to have to attend to what God is speaking. You are going to attend to this 
you know, this word on building your cloud, on, you know, you know, elevation, on rich and satisfying. You are going to attend to the word. In other words, you will put it as part of, you know, your schedule. You put it as a deliberate thing that you do to, to actually pay attention to these things. And then he talked about your hearing. He talked about your seeing. And then he talked about, you know, your meditation, how you keep it in your heart. So how you maintain your focus is, first of all, your environment, the environment, your environment, what surrounds you, what you are seeing, what you are hearing. You need to change it this year. You need to change it. And it doesn't mean that you have to change your house, right? It doesn't mean that you have to, you know, it just means that you can reconfigure things mm -hmm. around you to be more inspiring to you, to look more, you know, like what God is saying, you know, not, not like, you know, what the devil is doing, that other purpose. One of the things God spoke to me, you know, talking, talking about this year, talking about rich and satisfying. And I was speaking it at the crossover and I said, wake up every morning and think about what does it mean? What does it look like if I have a rich and satisfying life and mm. then start living that way? Start changing, reconfiguring your environment to look rich and satisfying mm. to you, right? Because your focus is going to produce what you experience our experiences will, fo will follow our focus mm. great great that's that's very powerful i love yeah. what you said about the proverbs 4 and verse 20 mm -hmm. uh, the law of focus you know focusing yeah. on god reality yeah. rather than focusing on what the devil is doing my son attend to my words uh, pay attention yeah. to my sayings keep them in the midst of your heart you mm -hmm. know you know it, it yeah. don't allow them to depart from the midst of your heart and then put them around your eye gate and your ear gate so uh, the way to focus on what God is doing is not to overspend time on yeah. platforms where they project what the devil is doing. It's not like you will never watch CNN or you will leave all the WhatsApp groups mm -hmm. where they are always sending you all the bad stuff. But the issue is that some of those WhatsApp yeah. groups, you have to mute them or, or excuse yourself yeah. because they are always sending you know, yeah. <laughs> negative stuff. So it, it gives you more awareness. Was, uh, eh? it gives you more awareness of negative stuff. You know, there are many believers that do, do not have WhatsApp groups that are from the faith community where you get good news from. You yes. only have WhatsApp group, you know, for alumni, for these, you know, people you grew up with, people who don't know God, people, you know, all kinds of things, ex-colleagues, and all, all those things are okay. But this one that you wake up in the morning and you are reading threads, from ex-colleagues and they're talking about how somebody just lost a job, how somebody just lost uh, something. Everything's about lost, 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 lost. You know, before you know it, yeah. you will not see what God is doing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and that's, that's what, what Pastor Lan is saying. Please go ahead, Pastor Lan, say something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what you are going to produce, mm. right? You know, the parable of the sower mm. is about that, right? The sower sowed the word. You know, the word used for word here is mm. logos, right? You know, you see, so we use logo and all. It's like a word picture, mm. right? You know, spoken word picture. That's what Jesus was saying there in that parable. So what you put in, you are going to produce it, right? The source sowed the word, and then, you know, it's eventually for some, those who kept it, it produces 34, 60-fold mm. and all that. Now, what you want to put inside yourself is good word, right? But then even all the things battling it, right? The wayside, the, all those things battling the thorns and all that. They are also words. Mm. They are also things that the devil is bringing mm. in. So some of those things that you were mentioning, the spending time in negative, you know, intakes on social media or WhatsApp and all that, choke the word. 
You know, as I this time right, a lot of people are excited about the year, right? Just like the people that received the word from the parable of the sower. He said they, they received it, they were excited, but Satan comments mm. immediately. You know what usually happens? By February, right, even by late January, Satan has stolen all the word mm. from some people's heart. We have seen it in previous years, and before you know it, they have lost their excitement and they are back to normal. You know why? Because Satan is at work mm. to choke those things. You have to protect mm. it. You have to make sure you protect these words mm. that you are receiving. You know, you are, and you have to continue to be in that state. It is constantly feeding it, constantly feeding it until mm. it grows and start producing after its kind. That's what you want to do this year. You want to steep yourself in the word, steep yourself in that God reality, right? In church, you know, in you know, inspiring friendship inspiring things that you 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 see you watch stick yourself in that until that thing that image becomes so strong inside of you and then it naturally begins to mm. precipitate into your life you know i was saying that i was listening to a, a person yesterday and he said he entered bishop minister i said he entered bishop Oedepo's office with a newspaper he said bishop, bishop looked at him and said i stopped reading newspaper last year the church grew by six thousand <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> that he just he just stopped, you know, because he discovered that as he gets into the newspaper, he mm. just takes his mind away, you know, from what he's supposed to focus on. He does. I'm not saying that you shouldn't read newspaper, but I'm just saying there's a lesson from that that your focus yeah. really matters. Yeah, it's actually, matter in the midst of chaos, for one to make definite impact, you have to be a focused person because chaos is you know is sporadic happenings and everything is mm -hmm. everything is calling for attention everything is calling for attention yeah. if one is not focused you are not going to yeah. be able to maximize what god is doing and what god is saying you know at, at about now and that takes me yeah. to you know one something we discussed i think on sunday night when i was hosting uh, uh jerry you know Pastor jerry was saying something about uh, you know, I asked him a question, how do you sustain the fire? He said, you have to build a system. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you and I were yeah. systems people. We love building systems. And, yeah. you know, but yeah. one thing about building systems is that people think systems building is about complex things only. No. Even in small mm -hmm. things, it, it yeah. is about systems yeah. building that make you to be able to sustain small habits, small things. You know that will yes. keep your focus yes. to say oh i want to do this every day is the habit that you build in yes. january and that you have been building yes. before now that will say carry you through this year that's the only way that the yes. revelation knowledge will not be stolen from your heart that your excitement will not deplete that your passion yes. will not be misplaced or deplete it is when there is something there yes. like i'm still going back to the law of focus that uh, that uh, pastor land mentioned when you keep your focus and you, you are, there's a system yeah. that undergirds how your focus is kept, and then it becomes more interesting because over yes. a period of time, then you get used yeah. to doing certain things periodically, consistently, in a particular yeah. way, and then you take it to the next yeah. level. And before you know it, 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 you just see that it has become a full part of you. Yeah, 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 mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. I mean, this, and I tell people, don't. You know, when we teach people about how to build system, I said, even to build complex systems, right, for your life or for organization, you have to start learning from simple systems. 
right? And I say the 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 central mm. system that every believer needs to build first of all that can aid you in building any other kind mm. of system, right? Is that system of communion and mm. uh, inspiration, communion with God, and maintaining your inspiration. Mm. So your connection to God and then your inspiration, you know, from within. That will produce every other thing. Solomon was one of the greatest system builders that ever existed. Because when you talk about wisdom, right, that God gave him, right, he was, he's talking about, he said, I don't know how to handle this. I don't know how to, I don't know how to lead. I don't know how to govern. And I'm just a little child. Just give me wisdom. So he was asking for, you know, he was asking for the ability to produce systems, you know, and all that. But how did he even get into that, you know? The first thing was Solomon loved the Lord. Like he had one thing in place, you know, and that, that thing of going after God, you know, like seeking him and all that. And then from there, he asked for wisdom. So I tell people, I said, I have no idea of how to build any kind of systems, you know, sir. if you can just get this one right, this one of waking up in the morning or whatever time, works best for you, right? Because some people in the United States, some, some people are watching from the United States, some people work mm -hmm. nights, right? And all that, they can't pray in the morning. Sometimes it's afternoon that it's better for them or night. But whatever, you understand, know, whatever time is good for you, that thing of creating a systematic way of your communion with God, like reading the Bible mm -hmm. and praying and taking what you are getting from the word and putting it down. And putting it down. That's the core system that everybody, you know, the psalmist was also very clear about that. He said, One thing have I desire of the Lord. You know, mm. he didn't say many things. You know, one thing have I desire, and that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord to behold, you know, his beauty, to inquire in his temple. And then he said, He will hide me in his pavilion. And then he will be he became a great king, a great prophet, you know, and all that. That's David, yeah. right? Jesus said the same thing. You know, Martha was all over the place trying to, you know, you know, if you, if you look at it from our current days, like Martha is like somebody who is on a mission, like trying to do this one, trying to do that one, to do all that. But Mary had mm -hmm. one system in place, and that system was the ability to sit down and hear from the master. And Jesus said, mm, she has chosen the best part, which cannot be mm -hmm. taken away from her. Paul was also smart. He said, he said, I forget those things which are behind. I reach forth to those things which are ahead. He said that I may know him. He said, you know, I put in the press towards the mark of the but He started by saying that I may mm. know him and mm. the power of his resurrection. You know, there was, there's something about these impactful mm. people and mm. simplifying their focus, you understand, to a simple thing, mm. a narrow thing. Jesus said, you know, wide is the way that leads to destruction, mm. but narrow is the way. At least to life. A lot of people don't understand what right. that is. Right. What he's saying is that when you want to, when you want to get this yeah, point, to, just you be, just be doing all, all kinds, all sort of stuff. The wide, all, give yourself a wide exactly. angle to life rather than narrowing down and focusing. Exactly. You know, that, yeah. Mm. Wow. Wow. That, narrow mm. is greater than life. The kingdom of God is, is, is like narrow. That's what he also said when he said it's like, you know, that the rich man and all that, you know, it's like entering the high of the needle. What, is, what he's just saying in there is that this kingdom mm. that we're talking about, right, it works mm. when you are focused. 
you understand, on the priorities, on the most important. And then it will start mm. producing every other thing. You know, I love the way somebody said, you know, in, in yeah. sound and music, right? In waves and all that. You have what is called the mm. fundamental frequency. Mm. When you talk about sound waves and all that, or any kind of wave. So you have fundamental frequency, then you have mm. harmonics. So fundamental frequency is the main thing. When you have the fundamental frequency, harmonics mm. will be produced. But when you focus on the harmonics, right? And you don't, you don't focus on the fundamental, mm. you will lose the harmonics. So you, the fundamental frequency of life is that connection God. with God. That flow of information from above, from within, right, that is coming to you. And that produces all the harmonics of miracles and blessings and wisdom and direction that we need. Every other system that we need to build mm. is going to be sourced from that. Mm. that, that that's yeah. really powerful. But I'm, I'm sure for most of our viewers, the, the, you know, at this time, what most people will be thinking about still is that, Lord, how are you going to help me? There's too much noise in this world. Uh, in these days of social media and digital technology and all kinds of things, you know, it's, it's, the, the airwaves are just too jammed and the airwaves of some people's minds too are just too jammed and then people are caught in between many things. I mean, in Nigeria, where I am now, the lots of young people are in between, should I japa or should I stay? Uh, should I, you know, should I start a business or should I stay on my... Pray very yes. very <laughs> very you, know, you know, the great thing about it is that you have, you have, so you have two pastors talking mm. to you right now. I have pastored those who have japa, partly those who have yes. japa. For yes. like 20 years. Do you get what I'm saying from this? And you have, you know, we have Pastor Godman there. He no, knows those who have Japa. I have pastored the people Japan. that have refused to Japa and the ones that Japa died. You know, the ones that have Japa and then came <laughs> back. They <laughs> came to still meet us here. So, we are still. It's not like people are telling you. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? When people Japa into this place and not led by God, if God did not lead you and you come into this place, man, it's going to be some of the toughest. I know individuals that are in this place that the only reason why they have not returned back to where they came mm -hmm. from is because of shame. Because people are going to say, what did you go do? But they are frustrated. <laughs> they are frustrated in this place. Some of them were chartered accountants in Nigeria, but now they are working in a factory overnight mm -hmm. in this place just because they want Japa. So you better listen very well, you know, that before I make sure God is leading you. God does move people around. I was moved by God. I didn't even want to come. I didn't want to come. You, you were yeah. there, you know, you follow me to the airport yes. the first time I came to, yeah. the, to yes. the U.S. You know, like, I didn't want to come, you know, I, but God said, I didn't want you there. Now I, I know over time, oh yeah, this, this is the reason. God moves people. God moved Moses. God moved Abraham. God moved. God just moved people because He's doing something in the world right now. Because some part of the world are trying, they are leaving their fundamental faith, right? So He's trying to get some people from other places who have faith to come back, to come into those places and pump faith back into them. So that is happening in the US. People are coming from South America in, coming from Africa, from Asia to keep the fire going. Because the West, you know, the Americans and some, some, a lot of them are getting secularized. So God does those kind of stuff. We know that. But it's not everybody, you understand, that, that is supposed to move. So you got to be sure that God is telling you to move so that you don't just jump so, up 
right. so you won't have to jump at that. <laughs> you, you get <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but 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 to, yeah. You know, if, if, I even applaud those who jack pada. Yeah. Jack pada, right? But some people will not jack pada. They will just stay there mm. and they will just be miserable. You understand? They just be miserable mm. all through. Right. So yes, that's that, very important. That, that, that's, that's great. But, but just for the sake of people yeah. who are considering relocation, yeah, tell us a few things about yeah. culture shock uh, in practical terms, yeah. in terms of moving from one area of the world to the other. How how did you cope? Because now I even see that you you're planting a new church, you know, on the on the north side of Chicago. Yeah. That is uh, the Glow Church, which is a more multiracial church. You have people from different parts of the world who are part of the foundation of that church and all. Yeah. Uh, 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 I mean, yeah. what what is that thing about culture that makes one a global citizen, that makes one to be able yeah. to function? Yeah in different parts of the world because yeah. there's some people listening to us right now uh really in their own life and destiny god wants to use them globally and they also need to uh, prepare yes, themselves yeah. to be relevant globally so that they will not misappropriate divine yes. opportunities yeah I, I wanted to speak to that yeah, yeah. That, that that's very powerful you know when you move from one you know, one place, you know, I think I'm, my lighting no, no, is okay. So let me just increase yeah. my light. Okay. Okay, yeah. So when you move from, you know, one mm. one place to another, so there's a way you could do, you know, there's there are different ways you could do it. You could come with your own culture. Do you get what I'm saying? You come mm. with your own culture, you transfer mm. it here, transfer it there. Now, if you were dominant, do you get what I'm saying? If you were a dominant, like when the whites mm. came to Africa then, right? They were dominant, so mm. they colonized. You know, so they started making us wear suits and all this stuff, which we still do up until now. Do you get what I'm saying? Because they were mm. dominant and powerful, right? So they came with their culture and then they imposed it. But usually people that are moving right now, you are mm. not dominant. So if you come with your culture, you understand? You are coming. <laughs> you are bringing your culture into uh, a system that mm. has its own culture that is dominant mm. and majority. So what you find out, you find yourself that you are just like a square mm. peg in a round hole. Mm. You just discover that what you, what you, what you thought, you know, that it was supposed to be, is not the way it is. Do you know one of the things that happen, happen to people that come here? You see people that used to go to church mm. a lot when they are mm. in Africa. Couples that used to go to church. They just come into this place and the next thing you know is that they don't go to church anymore because the culture has mm. sucked them in. Because the man has to walk. The man has to. Everybody, you know, everybody has to be walking. It's a very fast-paced society. So everybody has to be stretching and stretching and stretching. And before you know it, some of the fundamentals of their relationship with God and their relationship with one another mm. just begins to break apart, right? That's just one example, right? There are also other examples like that where that the culture we had in, 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 we have, you know, wherever you're coming from just doesn't flow. Even I myself, when I go to Nigeria now, I haven't been in the United States for almost 21 years. When I go to Nigeria, sometimes when I get there, I discover that some of the things that the culture that I'm used to here mm. doesn't work mm. in Nigeria. Do you get what I'm saying? Just because I've been here for so long. Do you understand? So the same thing happens with any other person. 
so to, for you to be a global citizen, for you to be able to uh, to be able to go in very well, there is a learning mm. that needs to take place. I, I really, especially, I want to speak to people that maybe they are called to start ministries, businesses, or any one of this stuff, you know, and they are, they are, they have to move. They have to take some mm. time to learn. They have to take some time to invest themselves in the system, not to adopt, you know, the negatives mm. of the system. No, you know, that's that's conforming. Right, but to learn the dynamic of the system so that they can know how to how to take advantage of it, how to navigate it correctly with what they have already been given. Definitely, God has given Africa some things that we need over here, but there has to be a way. You get what I'm saying? That we are able to to navigate that. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, so learning is one of those things. Learning, we have to learn. You start to read. One of the best ways to enter into this place is through education, like coming for schooling, right? Or, you know, getting to work, or through networks, you get what I'm saying? Or churches that are established, that are in, in the sun. That's one of the best ways to enter here. And then you get, you get to understand certain things, and then you can now start superimposing what you are being given. So for me, you know, when I came, it took some time. It was a learning process, mm -hmm. especially with ministry. Yes, and when I first came, I just came with the mentality that I had. I was just doing it. And then at one time, I just saw that, wow, this thing is not that. And then I remember that time I was on a retreat, and the Lord spoke to me and said, I want you to go to Bible school, go to Moody, and they will teach you about the city there. And then I went to Moody, and my eyes just opened. I had got a mentor in there who was a Caucasian a professor who's still a mentor and a good friend of mine now. And he began to take me around the entire city. He kind of showed me things, introduced ministries to me, introduced ministers to me. And then my mind just started changing and changing. He put me inside networks and all that. And then as I did my PhD and all that, I started learning more and more. So when we're doing the, you know, the, the ministry that we're doing right now, both in the church planting area and also in teaching and all that, I just discovered that I was doing it from a better place of understanding the mm -hmm. system than when we started in the first place. Yes, that's, yeah. that's, but those times were not with it. That's really good. That's really good. And from what you said also, this cultural thing puts a lot of pressure on marriages and puts a lot of pressure on the yes. dynamics that people brought from where they're coming from. That's why a lot of immigrant marriages don't succeed. You know, immigrant marriages break yes. down because the culture that you're coming with does yeah. not work where well you're going. Yeah. You know, so rather than everybody yeah. working together yeah. like African couples in Nigeria, in Ghana, in Congo, yes. African couples, the man is dominant, is the king of the house. Yeah. Everybody has to serve and refer to the man. The man is still the head, but different from the definition of headship. The definition of airship in the West is different from the definition of airship in the in the I mean in the global uh, South. You understand what I'm saying? So it, yeah. it's it's important that uh, people understand yeah. that these things have multiple you know layers of impact that the cultural change will have or not. About the culture is that you know you know they, you know there's this thing called the globe studies mm. that they did you know you could for those who are watching you could type it into google type globe studies mm. i think it's very useful globe studies you know capital and it was a study of all the different nations and continents to see how uh leadership works mm. in all those places right so they characterize you know 
cities that are nations based on certain characteristics. So Africa is called a, a high power distance mm. society, while America and some other places, they're called low power distance. So when you are here, you know, when you're in Nigeria, everybody says, sir, hello, sir. Oh, hi, sir. I know, sir. Sir, sir, sir. You know, like everybody, yeah. there's a lot of hierarchy and all that. When you come into this side, the power distance is so low. You finish preaching and whatever, they tap you. Oh, good job, Greg. Good job. Good Nobody's job. calling you, you so, sir. Uh, well done, sir. <laughs> or anything like that. No, just good job, Greg. You know. yeah, I used to, you know, I used to, you know, I started pastoring. I was pastoring a mixture of people who were born yeah. and raised here and people who came from Africa. So I was like, the people who come from Africa, they always use sir for me. But all those other people that were born here, they would never put signs on top of it, you know. Later, later, I understood that. Well, that's the way they are raised. You know, that is strange to them. They call mm. each other by mm. first name in this place. You know, so you have to get used to things like that yeah. because it's totally that's, different. That's, that's great. Yeah. Great, great. So, Pastor as we start to yeah. wind down, I wanted to quickly say something about um, I know God has used you in the Life Development Center that you set up in Chicago and the programs yeah. of the Life Development Center, uh, you know, especially the curriculum-based program that help people discover their, their area of influence in life and how to exert their influence. I wanted to say something to people getting into 2023. We have talked about focus, but how do you maximize yeah. your mountain of influence, the place where God has called you and do stuff? I know you have so many people around you that God has used you to be able to you know, push them into the mainstream of what God has called them into. Yeah. Uh, um, I wanted to speak, say something to yeah. that. Yeah, that's so powerful. Yeah, so you're the talking about lighting. the leading yeah. lights, mm -hmm. you know, that we yeah. So, I mean, every one of us, every one of you watching, there is a unique purpose for you. I'm sure you know it right now. Dr. Myers Monroe preached it. A lot of people by Rick Warren. You know, there's a unique purpose. There's a unique place that God has put you on this earth. There's something he wants you to do. And that's where your promised land is. That's where your fulfillment is. That's where your wealthy place is. So one of the best things you can do for yourself in this life, apart from receiving Jesus Christ and having the Holy Spirit in you, right, is to find out why you are placed on this earth. You start to, you start to live. So you start to exist when you were born, but you start to truly live when you discover your purpose, when you find out the reason why God placed you there. So, you know, discover that a lot of people just, you know, they, 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 they don't really press into that or they just don't know how to go about it. So that training and curriculum is to actually take people through it systematically on, okay, how do you find your purpose, right? So we discovered that, well, there's, there are certain uh, aspects of our purpose that are clearly revealed in the Word, in the Word of God. So we call that universal purpose. Why God created everything for his pleasure, for all this stuff, right? You know, you know my, in Genesis chapter 126 and all that, why we are placed on this earth. So we help people see that. Oh, wow. When you start living that, you're beginning to walk in it. And then there's what is called individual purpose, in a sense, that is different from that universal one. In other words, you know, just like God called Joseph, you know, to be a deliverer. You know, Jesus said, I came that you might have life and all that. And John the Baptist said, I'm the voice of one crying in the wilderness. They are in individuals also have purpose. So we help people find that. Now, to your question, how do you maximize 
that. I would say that in this 2023, one of the things that everybody's got to revisit is every year we've got to revisit it, right? Revisit it and, and say, okay, now why am I here on this earth? And how, how far have I gone? Like what, you know, to evaluate it, right? To evaluate where you are in, a, in it. I, I advise everyone to have a mission statement, very small mission statement of, you know, like one sentence that describes why you have been placed on this earth. Now, we help people develop that mission statement, that one sentence mission statement through a systematic process, right? But I believe people can go through it and, you know, come up with it based on what God has spoken to them. A simple statement. Jesus had his own. He will say it. John the Baptist had his own. All of them, you know, Paul talked about it in one sentence. He can talk about what his life is about. So I encourage everybody this year, in this January, as we are seeking to build the cloud, we are calling the thing for January, we're calling it fountain, the fountain of riches, right? So fountain, God is that fountain. As we're seeking God in 21 days of prayer, all those things that are going on right now, and fasting, to ask God to clarify to you, why am I here on this earth? And try to get it into a simple statement. A simple statement that talks about what, when, how, right, and through which means, and what will be the outcome. It's very easy. God can clarify. So once you know that, then that purpose falls into mm -hmm. a sphere of influence. So we use A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I'll just run through it quickly. A is art and entertainment and sport. B is business and finance. C is church and religion. D is distribution and media. E is education, science, and tech. F is family and home. G is government and law. So that thing falls into one of those A, B, C, D, F, E, F, G, right? Or into a few of them. Find out which one is the core one, right? And then once you find out which one is that core one, now begin to find a way to develop yourself in that core sphere, right? If you are not already there, but if you are already there, right, consolidate on it. Consolidate on that, that sphere that you are in. And then, so how do you, how do you make the influence? Be, just blossom where you are. In a lot of people, they are like, oh yeah, when they are thinking about purpose, they are thinking of, Oh, you know, something that God is going to take them into. Something that, you know, for the promised land, for them to enter into the promised land, they have to fight all those things all the way, right? To possess it. Right from where you are there, right? Begin to blossom in that place. Stay faithful in that place. Keep feeding yourself in that place. Still make, keep making impact in that, with those universal purpose that I talked uh, about at first. Keep doing that. And you just begin to see that as you are start. As you, as you start doing that, you start seeing yourself blossoming. That has been all our stories. I and mean, we've known each other for almost 30 years, 20-something yeah. years. Many of the things we're doing right now, we never, it wasn't like God said this. And we're just, I mean, on campus or, you know, in Lagos. In, we just kept on being faithful in that place. And then different things started showing up and showing up. And more as it going to show up. That's the same thing that everybody needs to, um, you know, to do. So just be faithful. Find out clearly, you understand? At least not, you know, I, I tell people don't go for 100% accuracy in anything. You will not get 100% accuracy, right? Because following God is like driving at night. You see up to a point. When you get there, you will see more, right? So it is easier to steer a moving vehicle than a stationary one. So don't just wait until you get everything. Get, I say get, when you have this reasonable level of, you know, uh, accuracy, a reasonable level of conviction about something. Start moving. Do the rest.
right. Mm. So once you get mm. that clear, then put your fear. Mm. Don't live halfway. Put yourself, dive into life. Just put yourself into that thing and that thing will blossom. Wow. Wow. Glory wow, of wow. Wow. Yeah. That's really great. Great, 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 great. Uh, following God is like driving at night. You just see carefully, yeah. not yeah. completely. And uh, somebody is saying, thank, yeah. thank God for uh, the person that is helping us to write the A, B, C, D, E, F, G. On the... That's what oh, okay. That's, that's, that's okay. okay. God bless you. Thank you for, because people are asking that you should say it again. <laughs> and, uh, and some people are also asking for the recording and the replay. I'm going to post this on my Instagram handle. Really replay it on my Instagram handle and watch it again and again. So thank you, Pastor uh, Media, for, for helping us to, to write the ABCDEFG so that people can locate themselves. But when you play this again also, you'll be able to get that out. Uh, what, I mean, what Pastor Lan had said that is very profound is that you need to find the reason. Why on earth am I here? Why or not am I here? It's very, very mm -hmm. important uh, that you find the reason why you are here. That is the source of ultimate fulfillment. Mm -hmm. Ultimate sense of fulfillment comes yeah. from knowing, you know, why I'm here. You know, um, that's, that's where it comes from, yeah. really. And um, all, each and every one of us must strive to, to really know it and walk in the fullness of it. And that's where we'll, we'll shine brighter that's where we maximize life especially as we go into 2023 you know so we're saying focus focus when you focus in the area where god has called you into uh, i'm a pastor uh, i'm a leadership consultant I, I love leadership i love to raise people i love to you know foster leadership thoughts uh, i love to inspire people to lead so pastoring is a huge part of what i do and i keep investing you know in that and learning more more about leadership, about relationship, how can people work together better, how do you build a business, how do you build a life, how do you build a career, how do you build a marriage, how do you build your relationship with God, you know, uh, uh, and, you know, building yeah. on that, you know, strongly uh, is what distinguishes us in life. Uh, you may be, you know, a business person who needs to know wealth creation at a higher level, focus on that you know yeah. get a you know go to uh, uh, an open course in business school uh, at you know uh, listen to conferences of big business people follow bill gates follow aliko dangote you know on social media uh, listen, go on YouTube and listen to some of the things that they've said. Uh, discount the fact that maybe they may not be Christians. If you are a Christian, it doesn't matter. There is the natural knowledge, and then there's the supernatural knowledge. And uh, people who have done business at a certain level have yeah. that natural knowledge, and you need to get it. And that is the same for different areas of your calling. But you need to discover your area of calling and put your foot down, you know, put your your foot on, on the pedal so that you can gas in that area and move as fast as you know you can in in, in good time uh uh pastor land thank you very very much uh, it's been a very well spent time you know with you uh, uh at this time we really want to celebrate and honor uh you for 
for making it, uh, you know, with us uh, this evening in Lagos and this afternoon in North America. Uh, uh, somebody said it's a very cerebral discussion. Yes, yes. You what do you expect? We're talking to PhD you now. <laughs> Pastor PhD. You have to be cerebral and spiritual at the same time. It's a mixture of both. Yeah. Time is Let me say some. Some people are asking, how do I discover my purpose and all that? I just want to say that we have the leading light in Nigeria. I actually do it like we do it virtually to for people who would like to do it. They can go to uh, leadinglightnetwork.org. You know, they can get more information about it. And also, I have books that you could read on Amazon and all that that teach you about purpose. I have one called Mission Possible. And I just released a book, you know, this year. I'm doing a series of books this year to get people deeper into the world, right? So I, I plan to be releasing it monthly. So the first one is from Genesis 1 to, Gen Genesis 1 to 11, all the story before Abraham. You know, it's a 40-day journey. And it's called Order from Chaos. Was released two days ago for people who want that. That can be a way to enrich your life and lead you more towards your purpose. I just yeah. wanted to throw that. So just go on Amazon and type Gregory L. Iguola. Yeah, Iguola. Gregory Larry Iguola. You see all of his books there. Uh, pick the ones, the latest one I recommended, the Forty Days, you know, uh, devotional, very powerful, and then. Uh, uh, the book on, on, on your purpose too is also very powerful. And you have uh, the leadinglightnetwork.org rightly placed on the screen. Uh, please check it out, register, go for the Leading Light program. I have lots of people around me who have done the Leading Light program. I was part of, you know, drafting the Leading Light program, all the curriculum, everything. Every time I stay with Pastor Lange Chicago, that's what we're discussing, that's what we're looking at, you know. So, uh, I. And now it's available online. What a blessing. Those are one of the blessings of COVID. A broad leading light program online so that people from all over the world, around Africa, Asia, different places. This year, Pastor Alan is traveling around, you know, different parts of the world on the leading light program. Just getting people the head start to understand their purpose and to walk in the fullness of it. And you should also uh, participate in that. Somebody put on the screen that JAMB was one that led, that JAMB is the Joint Admission Matriculation Board exam Nigeria that people take into university. That that's what determined his purpose. He just followed JAMB. And it's, it's, it's time for you to stop following JAMB and follow God and follow God's purpose and you'll get that head start from the Leading Light Network and the Leading Light Program. I strongly recommend it to you. Uh, it promises to be a great blessing to you. Uh, Dr. Lan, you need to pray for us. Yeah, it's our, it's our yes. culture for our guests to yes. say a blessing over everyone watching. And I want to just say a blessing over everyone joining us at this time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God, man. Let's just pray. So, Father, I thank you for all the people joining us live now, and even those who are watching this, um, you know, just the replay of this on demand. Uh, thank you, because they did not join by accident. They were led to this point. And, Lord, we know, I know it that uh, there is, there is uh, an impartation that is meant, that is specific and customized for their lives and for this year. 
Lord, I join faith with my brother, Pastor Godman, right now, and I just release that specific impartation into their lives, especially of focus, of purpose, Lord, of tenacity, uh, uh, discipline, whatever it's going to take to move them from where they are, point A to point B, where you intend them to be in 2023. Thank you, because the grace is released upon them right now. I pray for uh, a clearer understanding of the word. I pray for a clearer desire for the presence of God. And I pray for unfolding revelations from your word that just keep coming forth into their lives. I declare that they are protected from the thief and it's a rampage this year. And I thank you for that, a rich and satisfying life that leads to unusual elevation, Lord, that is coming upon their lives this year. Thank you, Lord, for positioning them wherever they are right now. Anybody that is out of position, as we discussed, Lord, position them correctly. And anybody, Lord, that needs to uh, transition or move into any other thing, thank you for grace released upon them this year to transition. In. We just bless your people. We bless everybody watching and we declare that each and every one of us were working in the fullness of your plans mm -hmm. and purposes for us for the expansion of your kingdom in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. amen. Praise amen. God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you everyone for joining us tonight and thank you very much, uh, Pastor Land, for uh, being a huge blessing, just sharing your life and the stuff that God is doing. We are so greatly proud of you and uh, the great footprint that you are developing around the world, shining the light of, of Christ through the leading light uh, movement, the network, and the uh, the Life Development Center in Chicago, and uh, the Grow Church, and the City Light uh, International Church. Uh, all the different things that you do, we celebrate it, and all your teachings, uh, God will continue to empower you to do much more. Please give our love uh, to Pastor Debo and the kids, uh, the only one that's left at home, Pele Pele, my, my girl, please greet Pele for me. I know the, the boys are now big, you know, I can't call them boys again, they are men. Yeah. <laughs> I look forward to seeing them when, I, when I visit, maybe uh, over the summer or something, I should be in Chicago, and we, we should see before then as well. Uh, thank you, everyone, for joining. Tomorrow, we'll have uh, somebody who is also a mutual friend to Pastor Lan and I, uh, We were all together earlier last year in Lagos when Kule uh, had his program, and we had a great time with him. He's going to be uh, my last guest tomorrow. Olakuleshorino promises to be a great experience. From next week into the other part of the month, I may be doing something else. <laughs> I'll carry you along. You see it on my DP. Uh, just something that speaks to uh, uh, people who are uh, settling in different parts of the world. I want to be able to speak into their lives. And perhaps Pastor Lan will be back then also for us to be able to help them. We couldn't finish some of those conversations and we're going to get back to it uh, because I believe it's time for people to find their voice in the different places where God is placing them. Uh, so thank you, Pastor Lan. Have a good night. Uh, or have a good day. <laughs> and for everyone watching around my time zone, have a good night and see you tomorrow, 9 p.m. West African time. Bye for now. Thanks, Pastor Lan. All right, there. Bye, everyone.